Welcome to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. I am Gabby, your host, founder of Gabby Inspires. I empower people of all ages to embrace change. I am a motivational speaker, coach, and workshop leader. I know you are unique. And I will offer in each episode humor and skill building tools that will enable you to make the right choice so you too can embrace change. Hello, and how is everyone today? And welcome to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. As everyone knows, my podcast focuses on changes you faced choices you made, and opportunities you found. Today, I had the pleasure of interviewing someone who has been embracing change all of his adult life. He began making choices in his senior year of high school, which happened to be the same year as 9-11 happened, 2001. And he has continued to make changes right up until the present time. And He told me that an old Frank Sinatra song, My Way, is the way he lives his life. And when you hear the podcast, I'm sure you will definitely agree with that. Chris has over 20 years of facing changes, making choices, and definitely finding opportunities. I must say he does a wonderful job, but I would like Chris to tell you his own story. So let's get started. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Chris Foringer. It is such an honor and a pleasure to have you here today on my podcast. Your journey has been amazing and it shows you never stop reaching for your dreams. But I cannot wait to share it with my audience. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? (laughs) Morning, Gabby. I'm doing great. I'm honored to be here. Well, that's great. So let's begin with you telling my listeners about a little bit about what you're doing right now, and then we'll get started on your your sure. journey from high school on up. Sure. I currently run my own financial planning practice, partnered with Northwestern Mutual, and I'm currently married to my beautiful, amazing wife, Julia, who has blessed me with two amazing children, Henley and Charlie, and I'm just currently living the best life. Wow, that sounds exciting. So, Chris, this just didn't happen to you. You worked at it, I know, to have this amazing life. And wouldn't it be nice if we could just click our fingers and we would be as happy as we are now? You told me your journey really started in senior high. Just tell me, in your words, about the changes you faced then and the choices you made. You know, Gabby, you're right. It didn't just happen overnight. It, it's still a struggle. It's still a, a mountain that I have to climb. Um, back in 2001, a lot of people, I actually remember before 9-11 that uh, my grades were terrible. I had pretty much a C average. And I, I went to my father. I said, hey, dad, I want to go to college. And he looked at me. He says, oh, that's great. I, I'm so happy you want to go to college. I just thought of five colleges you could go to. I said, that's great, Dad. What were the five colleges? And he said, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Coast Guard. (laughs) And I I said to him, I was like, Dad, I I, want to go to college before I go into those. I'd like to be an officer. And he said, well, you know, we'll we'll talk about it in a couple of months. Pick up your grades and we'll talk about it. 
That was probably around September 3rd, September 4th-ish. Um, I, I know it was about a week or two weeks prior to 9-11. I remember 9-11 happening and just the, the people f- jumping out of the windows and falling to their deaths that were that had the choice of either being burned to death or that. And it just that imprinted on my mind. And I just thought, hey, I got to do something. And so I did what a lot of people, a lot of seniors did that year. And I, I joined the Army that October. I shipped out to uh, Fort Benning, Georgia that July, where I became an airborne infantry soldier. Um, I shipped to Korea that following uh, November. And I was spent a year in Korea, came back to the 82nd of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where I deployed to Iraq with them. Um, and, and since then, I came home in 2005, and uh, I just started, I, I just knew I had to do something after that. And so just another mountain I had to face. Wow. And you never regretted that, I'm sure. you. But I remember you talking about, I was sitting on the couch and my husband still happened to be in bed and we had a little grandson. He was less than a year old. And I was rocking him and spoiling rotten, <laughs> the grandmas do. And uh, I saw this and I woke my husband up. I said, you, you have to come out here. You know, it did, it changed all of our lives. We've all been changed because of 9-11. And, you know, I thank you for your service. And I want to tell you that that took a lot of courage. I always say you need courage to face your changes. And you, you just showed it there because I'm sure there, not all seniors did what you did. So you should be proud, and I'm proud of you. But now you're home, and you said that you went to college. Tell me about that, and sure. how. And I get. I remember you told me you did pretty well too. So don't forget to tell us about that. Sure. Um, so in, in 2005, I did a three-year contract with the army. In 2005, that June, I lost my father, and I was going to re-enlist into the army. Instead, my mother asked me to come home. So I came home that July, started taking care of her. But I, I also was dealing with the grief of losing my father. And I didn't really know exactly how to deal with that, or what to do with my time. I knew I wanted to go to school. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I started like a, a lot of kids who don't know what they want to do with their lives. I started at the Butler Community College. Great community college. Shout out to them. Um, I did two years of general studies there until I transferred to the University of Pittsburgh my third year. I found out that they were doing a satellite program at the community college, which was great because, and and I'm so happy that they had that because I was able to run into uh, my wife that in the library that, that I think it was that November of 2007. Um, And funny story, Gabby, I actually yelled at her the first time that I asked her out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and she married you anyway. We, did, you yes, have to tell did. us a little bit about that. <laughs> so I was uh, I was talking to her in the library at BC3, and one of her friends came up behind me and kind of spooked me. And so instead of just asking her, hey, do you want to go on a date? I screamed at her. I said, hey, do you date? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to date? And she says, 
well, we can go hang out. <laughs> I mean, the rest is history there. Um, she's been with me ever since. She's been a rock ever since. I graduated from University of Pittsburgh that 2009 with uh, 3.25 um, with honors. I was on the dean's list most of the time in college. I just I went did a complete 180 from high school going through college because I knew what I wanted to do. I graduated with a administration of justice degree from the University of Pittsburgh. And I just knew I wanted to do something in law enforcement. And so that's, that's why I went that route. Well, that, you know, that's great. And I just have to give a shout out to your wife that she married you anyway, after yelling at her. <laughs> but she did get her attention. So it must have worked. I did. <laughs> But that's and and congratulate you again. I keep doing this with all your honors. But another comment I want to give to BC3. One of the changes, the first change, that big change I had to make in my life was I, right after high school, I started working for Nationwide Insurance right in downtown Butler. And I'd probably still be there if they would have stayed in Butler. And <laughs> I love that job. Uh, one day we all went into work. Now, I started there at 19 years old. I'm in my mid-40s now. And I took off some time to have my kids. I, I, I admit that. But they called us in and said, we're closing the regional offices and We'll help yeah. you out. We'll give you a severance. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, that's one time I followed my dream. I was, I didn't know what to do. Of course, you always need finances and everything. But one of the severance packages that they offered was paying two full years of college. Oh, and this was gas and lunch money and everything. And I always wanted to get that degree. I just needed it, wanted to do it. And at 45, I went back to college with a lot of 18 year olds and I yeah. loved it. And that's where I took my first public speaking class. And this is why I'm doing what I am now. <laughs> but BC3 is fantastic, isn't it? It is. It is. It really is great college. Yes. Now, Chris, tell me about your last change. And you're going to have to tell me what you did after BC3 and sure. work all that into where you are now. I'm just going to let you tell your story. So I graduated from University of Pittsburgh, uh, April, end of April, 2009. And a week later, I started at the Butler County Prison. Um, I never thought I was going to spend a career at the Butler County Prison. I thought it was going to, I used it as a, as a stepping stone. And from there, it's going to either go to federal or state level law enforcement. Um, that, that didn't happen. And I think it happened for a reason. Roughly about 2011, my mother, um, she was a school teacher her whole life. And she decided to retire in 2011. Um, she worked at McQuistion teaching first grade. And she, I remember her coming home every single night and making us dinner after she just worked a long, hard day. Now, the dinner wasn't the greatest, but she still made it. Yes. Uh, and so in 2013, she was diagnosed with ALS. And That's my father so... passed before he retired. Truly, well, he, he retired, but he didn't really get to retire. 
And my mother was diagnosed with a terminal illness then two years after she retired. Um, my wife and I decided to take care of my mother, move her into her house. And so from 2013 to 2019, when she passed, uh, we took care of her for six years. And I saw her, her live the remaining years of her life. And I just knew that I didn't want to work my whole life and not enjoy myself and not be happy with myself. And so after working 13 years at the prison and looking back, I wanted to make sure I started doing stuff my way and do what was right for myself. Um, so in August of this last year of 2022, I decided to, to take a huge leap faith uh, from corrections to this, to, to running my own financial planning practice. Um, and, and that's why I made that change because I didn't want to look back of my life and have any regrets. And I think you're so smart because I'm virtually retired. <laughs> I don't think I could ever do anything. And this is fun for me. It's not work. It's what I like to do. And it gives me purpose. But I retired. My last job was a township secretary. And I've worked for two different townships. I worked for Nationwide. I had a multitude of accounting jobs. And I am enjoying my life. And that's what I think that's what change is all about. You know, I don't really know what retirement is, but if you're doing what you love, that's what counts. Right. Yes. Yes. So, so go on. So tell me more here. You sure. <laughs> about so, this big leap. And, and so working in, in a career for 13 years, that's all, you know, that's all that consumes your life is, is corrections, how to deal with, properly speak to inmates, how to uh, properly speak to your coworkers, how to, to be able to walk that fine line of respect. I, I had to go from that one culture to a complete other. And I didn't want to just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a change and make a foolish change to something that I might fail at. And even though I, I, I might fail at this in the future, it's still in the back of my mind. I wanted to take that leap of faith. Um, I, so I started just looking for new jobs. I went on Indeed and I started applying for everywhere. And a couple of places, they called me back. And two particularly, Northwestern Mutual and Western Southern called me back. I interviewed for both. Both offered me a position. And I remember thinking, if I'm going to be a financial advisor, I'm going to have to learn to play golf. <laughs> So I, I didn't I know that. that was a requirement, but yeah, that's good. I think there's more to this story. Here. <laughs> so I went down to my basement where my, my dad's golf clubs were. I haven't touched these things since the day he passed. And, and so I grabbed them out. I grabbed the driver out just to see if they were even intact. I don't, I don't know. So I, I, I'm looking at this golf club and I looked down at the shaft and it says Northwestern. And I teared up a little bit. And I thought, wow, hey. I just got the chills too. That, oh, and wow, I go felt, on. I felt like it was a sign from my dad saying, hey, take a swing at it. And so that's what I did. I, I immediately called my, my director the next day and I said, hey, I, I, I want to sign with you. 
I'm, I'm excited to start this new journey with you. And I've been blessed and happy ever since. That is so touching and exciting. And I, I'm one that I honestly believe we do get these signs yes. and you have to follow them. But I bet that was, I, I bet you did tear up. I, I don't know. You've got me speechless and that's a, <laughs> that's really I, I, good. I completely agreed with that, that everything happens for a reason. I felt that I didn't get, I didn't, wasn't wasn't offered a position in the law enforcement, the state, local, or, or federal, and move away because I had to take care of my mother. I felt that I came home at that time because I had to take care of my mother and meet my wife. And then I yes. felt that, that I picked up that golf club because I had to take this position. I had to meet and help amazing people in their lives. And that was what you've been doing this for how long now? Um, roughly about seven months now. About seven months, and you yes. love it. You still you're yep. so good at it. That's yep. exciting. And well, so right now, why don't you tell people how they can contact you if you want to? Sure. You feel free. Give any information to them that you would like to give. Thanks, Gabby. Um, if anybody has any questions about making change in their own life. They can reach out to me or if they have any question about their financial future, any doubts or any concerns, please reach out to me. My phone number is 724-712-9663. And my email address is chris.foringer, that's F-O-R-I-N-G-E-R, at nm.com. All right, Chris, you have an amazing story, like I said at the beginning, because Facing that change takes courage. And when you started, I, I mentioned it, joining the, the service and fighting for your country. And then the courage to make more choices and to stand behind your family. And I we've talked a little bit, and I know you're a very good father too. That's what it's all about. I always tell people there's three things besides facing your change and making your choice and finding your opportunity. To find that opportunity, everyone needs what you have. And that's courage, ability, and tenacity. That's not easy. And it didn't happen overnight, right, Chris? I mean, I like I know when I had to make my changes and I took some tests and everything. And the one girl said to me, good thing you don't want to be an auto mechanic. And I can tell everyone they don't want me to work on their car. Your heart tells you what you're good at. If your heart tells you, your mind can do it. So uh, those tests help, but we laugh because it's a little story that I still go on now. When you're taking one of these tests and you can't answer this sample question, you know that's not your field. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the easiest question on the whole test. <laughs> I, I laugh. I told my husband because he's very mechanically inclined. I said, guess what I felt? <laughs> he said, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and we laugh. But after you have the courage and you find what you're able to do, you work in your ability. And it, again, let me repeat. If your heart says it, your mind can do it. Yes. 
that only then do you find your opportunity. You have to be willing to put the work into it. And I think you did. Is there anything else you'd like to share with my audience before we say goodbye for today? Just keep remembering that every day is a mountain. It might be a different mountain. And even when you reach the top, there's going to be another mountain. Wow. I like that. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast, Change. No problem, Gabby. It's all, no problem at all. Change, <laughs> it's all about the choice, right? And, right? and thank you for making this world a better place. Chris, you are now a believer that every opportunity begins with a choice. I know that. And I want my listeners to be sure to contact me on this website if they would love to share their story or find out more information about you. They can contact me if they didn't get it all down. You do allow me to give out yes. your information, correct? Yes. And listeners, is there's a subject you'd like to talk about or would like to be a guest speaker, just go to my website like Chris did and fill out a sign-in sheet for the podcast. It's under podcast on my website, gabbyinspires.com. And... Thank you for listening and thank you for being here, Chris. And we'll see everyone in a couple weeks. Hey friends, it's that time again. Time to say farewell for this episode. Thanks for listening to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Invite me to speak to your group or hold a workshop. Go to my website at GabbyInspires.com or text me at 724-524-3464. What do you want to change? It is your choice. I will see you in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other episodes. Farewell. Farewell.